Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll It's time to neighbors CJ Conveyor Let's get the neighbors Hello and this is Neighbors, the Neighbors recap podcast where we go through the events of the week that just aired. I'm Vaya. I'm Kate. Just for a bit of context, we met on Twitter when we were both tweeting about Neighbours. So we are the people they warn you about the strangers meeting online. Yeah, yeah. We, we Luckily, it didn't turn out the way Paige's catfish scenario turned out. It, some, like, 16-year-old boy didn't turn up to my house because we didn't meet till the day we recorded the first Neighbours podcast. I know, and I was, like, heavily pregnant as well, so it could have been some sort of really horrendous thing where, like, I get a, a fetus stolen from my womb. I'm like, oh, thank you for um, selling me your baby. <laughs> you bought my three years of Neighbours tweeting. <laughs> you bought it hook, line and sinker. So, yeah, we're Neighbours friends and... Now, what we what we do is, because we're a fortnightly podcast, is we'll just go over some of our highlights from Monday the 25th of Jan before we jump into the week just past. And, of course, what happened is Xanthi landed on us and we basically were trying to figure out how she came to be in the Cannings household. And what- Well, when a Gaza Canning loves a... Sh- Brooke? No, no, no. Oh, no, it's Brooke. Yeah. Brooke, very much. Brooke from yeah, the Gold yeah. Coast. They had a baby. Do you reckon they were toolies on the Gold Coast, just hanging around the Oh, he would have been. Week? She would have been like 16 or something. So yeah. something's got to explain how yeah. Zancan is, well, the way she is. So, schoolies week baby, yeah. I'm assuming. So Zancan's mum apparently just sent her down to Melbourne, a 15-year-old girl on her own, no money, no. go and live with your old man's family. I've got a theory. Yes. Yeah. Brooke, she's really actually just Chappelle Colby. Old <laughs> Brookie is off in Kabuki in prison or whatever it is <laughs> in Bali because <laughs> she's just gone to Bali with like a boogie board bag full of marijuana. Oh, but what's Zancan been doing this whole time? Just foster care? Maybe. maybe some... I think she's just she's got street smarts. She's, she's got... been, I don't know. Well, maybe she's in on it. Like she's in on the drug smuggling Oh, no, you know what she does in her spare time? Yeah. She's a meter maid. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. <laughs> That's why she's always in those booty shorts. Yeah, yeah. Okay, UK viewers, Google meter maids. Gold Coast. Yeah. And we'll explain. Yeah. So, yeah, she's just – and suddenly Sheila, Sheila's got guardianship. Colette Nan's got guardianship of Xanthi. Very. It's quite spurious. Yeah. But okay, whatever. Mm. So – and then we find out that so, somehow – Xanthi's mum is a grifter because she was on A Current Affair. And there was an expose <laughs> on her. Because I actually usually watch A Current Affair straight after Neighbours as yeah. well and it's just full of like trash bag people. Deadbeat like dads yeah. and Neighbours from Hell and grifting mums. And I want to meet Brooke. Oh, yeah. Brooke, not Cannon. Yeah. She sounds like a hoot. Oh, look, she'll come to Harold's and she'll rip Harold off in some way, I'm sure. Perfect. Oh, poor Lauren. She's just redone the place. Mm. Okay, now the other thing from last week, the week before, was that – uh, Piper actually admitted that she and Imogen and Paige are all spit sisters because they've all patched pa- on with Tyler. Oh my god, Tyler Brennan. Um, Could there be anything more horrifying as a sister yes. to work that out? Yeah, than to go. Three of us have all. I, I think I'd, with the I'd same like guy. just go and bathe in bleach or something <laughs> at that point because that is gross. Yeah, that would be enough to turn me off my crush. Yeah, be enough to turn me off men for a good about <laughs> ten years. I reckon. Yeah. But no, Piper's like, yep, Spit Sisters, I'm still keen. Why not? It's my turn. 
And the big, okay, two massive things that that week ended on, mm-hmm. Parage, Paul and Tarage. OMG. <laughs> which was kind of amazing and kind of disappointing all at once. Because she went and gave him a little kiss on the lips. Mm. It, was, it was kind of chaste. And then suddenly sauntered off to her bedroom. I'll see you upstairs. She's like, are you coming? And he's like, all right, (laughs) I'm only human. (laughs) He's limping up the stairs. Off he hobbles. (laughs) And I think, well, that's on. It's on for young and old. But then the next day it's revealed like she's having this walk of shame talking to Sonia about it. And I'll tell you what, he has a pep in his step as well. Oh, he, look, he was walking on air. And but the thing is, to rage confesses that they never slept together. You know, they what just I say had to a makeout that? that is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> they banged like a dunny door. Do you think they like just like when we used to suspect Dad Cop and Shaz can? Yeah, yeah. Because um, we and, never got to see yes. their truth. And then it eventually came out that yes, they did yes. bang, didn't they? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they all did. Right. Well, now it's going to come out later because, um, mark my words, Vaya Pashos, yeah. to rage will have a quote unquote change of life baby. <gasps> oh no more no more yes no yes. more babies more in that household there'll be no more yeah, willis household yes, babies again they will be a child younger than a grandchild <laughs> just like lynn scully yeah with charlie and oscar who we'll get to poor old oscar's mm. fate mm. uh so that's great and it, it's kind of paul's kind of now harboring a secret desire for to ever since he almost oh my god he look he, got his he, end all, in. he was always going to go there yeah he? and he's always that's Thing that his Achilles heel is love because he had the whole thing with Rebecca. I think his Achilles heel is anybody he any of his colleagues from Lasseter. Yeah, Priya. Something in the Gail. water. Something in yeah. the water at that hotel. Yeah, Rebecca. Yeah. Yeah. And then we we ended that week with um, Tim Collins, our old lawyer foe, becoming the mayor of Erinsborough and just sauntering <laughs> down the street in his mayoral robes. His mayoral robes, which again for our UK viewers. That's not normal. No. I don't think – does the mayor ever wear his mayoral robes never, aside from, like, maybe the inauguration I've got in to say, council chambers only? I've never seen a mayor. I've never seen a mayor. Oh, there you in go. In that – well, in the in costume. I've probably seen them. We see my grand, the my grandfather was the mayor, but long before I was born. Oh, really? Um, but, yeah, I'm pretty sure there's, like, very few photos of him in the whole regalia. I want you to try and find one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll ask my mum. Yeah. Okay, we're just having a break to Google Rebecca Elmaloglu's age because we want to figure out how far apart we are in age from Tarage before we start judging her about her change of life baby. She's born in 74, so she's 42. That's not even really a change of life baby. That's just a, no. a having an older baby. Yeah. Mm, mm. Anyway, there we go. Okay, good. Yep. <laughs> so, right. Now, Monday the 1st of Feb, the week just passed, it's the aftermath of the street learning that they've got a new mayor. Because remember, um, Sonia was trying to lobby Tim Collins because he was a councillor, which, hang on, major blot hole here. He was never elected to be part of council, so how did he become mayor? He just strolled on in. Very strange. But um, I feel like you're a lawyer. You know things. Because the old, old community centre is going to close down. Yes. Which, which is bad news for Everything's Anonymous. And um, and the yoga and the childcare centre. Yeah, and look, I think the childcare centre is going to close because they sent their only employee up to Queensland. And the only baby. Yeah. Yeah. And the customer and, and the Nell, employee. Nell is unreliable. Actually, that's a good point. It's yeah. clientele. The Rebeccas only sometimes leave her there. Mm. So there's no business at that childcare centre. She's normally left with any Tom, Dick or Harry in the street. It's probably just as well they're closing that centre. Yeah. 
Because there's yeah, there's not enough business, not enough revenue. Mm. Mm. Everything's anonymous. Can meet at the cafe. Oh, they can meet at the pub. <laughs> <laughs> Just really test their their yeah, moral exactly. fiber. Go into the into the line of temptation. Mm. Now this is oh Paul starts the week in his civvies. Paul spent a lot of this week in casual clothes, and it's weird. And it's not just any casual clothes. It's like he's he's a little bit Forrest Gumpy, you know. He's got his long sleeve tee. He's got his. Yan- is it a Yankees cap or a Mets cap or something? Oh, something. He looks terrible. It's weird. It's really It's not weird. smart casual. It's like, I don't know. It's just casual. It's maybe what he wore in the early 90s when he was a lot younger. And uh, I even prefer him in that ill-fitting suit that um, Amy bought for him. <laughs> even that kind of seemed mm. almost right. This is weird. Now, the other entrance we have is Lynn Scully. <sighs> Has come back from Bendigo. It's only, okay, it's like an hour from Melbourne. Oh, maybe, maybe an hour and a half tops. Okay. So really, she could have popped back a few more times. She could have. Yeah, since exactly. then. She could have helped Steph move in. Yeah. Yeah. So it's weird that she's only just come back now. And the update from her is that Felicity and Michelle are still in New York. Why? Well, of course, why would you come back to Bendigo to visit the Scullies? <laughs> if you get out of that family, you're staying in New York. Also, um, you know, Felicity's married an extremely rich man and <laughs> I think she's written off her whole family. Yeah. <laughs> it is sad that I wouldn't mind Kate Kelty coming back as Michelle Scully. Does she, what does she do these days? No idea. Okay. We'll Google that too. <laughs> yeah, we'll Google it. Tweet us but at Neighbours Pod. There was a distinct omission of what happened to the soccer playing brother. Jack, no, there was a, a tiny little mention mm-hmm. of him. He's Jack and Nina are happy. That's what we got. Jack and Nina, Delta, are still together. Are they? But the, yep. was that when mm-hmm. when Nina came back? Yep. Was he mentioned as well? Yeah, that's all that. That's her hot. Was her whole arc is that he? They had some problems, and then she, they decided to have a rendezvous in Florence. Okay. All right. <laughs> no. Okay. And all right. And then what about little baby Scully? So Oscar Scully has been sent to the farm, which sounds oh, pretty it sounds pretty grim. <laughs> Just like Bossy was about to be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's out on the farm with um, Old Man Scully, whatever his name was. Joe. Joe. So she, apparently there's a, that's a bit of a sore spot. She doesn't want to talk about that. Well, no, because there was something kind of weird and sketchy about the whole Oscar Scully situation anyway. Yeah. Like he, she'd lost custody of him to yeah, was, Joe yeah. anyway. She's yeah. like, I'll just let him live there. Okay. Mm. You, you Scully women. Yeah. You just. Just drop off your sons. Yeah. Don't worry about where they are. <laughs> Don't keep tabs. Mm. Now, what a cute moment from Monday's episode is that Paul outs Steph to Lynn. Surprise, Bian. <laughs> Steph, uh, Lynn had no idea that Steph had changed teams or mm-hmm. was batting for both teams. And um, that was a lovely little moment when she sat down with Steph. And Steph's like, yeah, but I had a girlfriend. I went out. Remember that nurse that you called Nicole Kidman? Yes, that's right. It's charitable. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Lynn has this moment of, oh, well, yes, yes, that's all okay. And rolled off a whole lot of cliches like, I watch Ellen and I've listened to KD Lang. Uh-huh. Not not bringing up the, the elephant in the room. I'm a hairdresser. Yeah, because she, um, she had a gay best friend forever. Gino Esposito. Gino the hairdresser, who I would love a visit from. Yeah. So, nah, but she's forgotten about him. Also, they couldn't think of any other lesbian since the 90s. Even <laughs> Portia de Rossi would have been a good reference. <laughs> Ellen Page. That's Maybe, a more contemporary yeah. Ellen. Yeah. But no, mm. stick to KD. Yeah. Okay, so why is Lynn here? Why did she come back? I don't look. I've got a theory yeah. that um, Sonia got Lynn down just to put the final nail into Staff's um, precarious mental health. Just to send her over the edge. Yeah, that, yeah. that would work on me, and I'm not even related to her. 
So, yeah, it is weird that she's swanned on in now. Um, and we'll pick up with them because there's a little revelation of them at the end of Monday. Mm. And we'll jump on over to Zancan. Mm. Now, Xanthi's on the lamb. She has fled. Uh, I've forgotten why. Uh, she's just uh, she arcs up against yeah. Sheila. Yeah. So it's quite strange. She's turned up to Melbourne, which has very unpredictable weather, mm. and she's been wearing high-waisted shorts and singlet tops the entire time. Yeah, yeah. Did she pack a cardigan, a oh, long pant? I think she's already proven she's not the brightest spark. That's true. Yeah. So that's ill-advised, and she's just, you know, getting about. She's got no money. She runs into pipes down at the bric-a-brac shop. Yeah, they go, hey, you and I are the same age. We'll be friends. Yeah, forever. instant friends, instant yeah. opposite friends. And they start window shopping at mm. the bric-a-brac shop which I've never heard of teenagers doing unless they're going to a fancy dress party. <laughs> Let's go hang out at Savers. So this is where it's going to start off that they're going to fall into the same friendship template that we've seen time and time again. Yep, the old Summer and Tash. Summer and Tash, uh, Amber and Imogen fell yep. into this one. And, well, like um, even Amy Greenwood and Anne Wilkinson back in the day. Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, Superficial and the keeping it real. Yeah, the, the Brainiac and the Princess. Mm. Instant friends all yeah. the time. I actually really wish they would, like, just get rid of that trope. Oh, it's awful. It just – why can't – I mean, it was good that she became best friends with Ben when he was in town. I'm like, yeah. that's nice. That's unconventional. No. Because they would hate each other. Piper mm. wouldn't want to hang out with Xanthi. Mm. Yeah, I'm not buying them as Insta friends at all. And you know what annoys me about Zankan? Her whole shtick is just to supply a definition of random nouns. <laughs> you know, like – you know, like, for instance, like looking at the table here, oh, hot chocolate, you mean like kind of like that poo-coloured sweet drink? You know, like that, that's what it would be. <laughs> She's constantly describing her environment to whoever will listen. Yeah. Then, so this is where uh, Xanthi doesn't have food and eyes off Piper's burger and somehow convinces Piper to buy her a burger. I don't buy for a moment that Piper would be eating a burger. She would be a militant vegetarian. Oh, yeah, true. Chips. Mm. Chips. Throw her a chip. So then they somehow conspire to on a get-rich-quick scheme, the girls. Oh, and this is the most ridiculous ceramic pig. Yeah, ceramic pig. And stumble upon – and it took me – I had to rewind and figure out where the hell they were. They stumble upon this display home. Now, that, I, I reckon that's one of those houses that backs onto the neighbour's lot. Well, which apparently is part of that development that Paul was trying to get in on. The, oh, the first okay. yeah, yeah. Freedom Towers or whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 it was Freestyler. Because yeah. free, remember the years straight from the top of my door. <laughs> <laughs> Freestyling. Oh, I, I'm like, why is there an entire vacant property? Mm. Half of the Brennan household could go move in there. Mm. Like instead of the overcrowding yeah. that's going on at that slum. <laughs> And so they decide to organise this party in a display home, charge money and just text everyone they know and yep. it, people they don't know, just in- random including numbers. Including your dipshit brother, Piper. Yeah, she's well. like, oh, I, only, I just moved back here from two years in, the, in Canada. I better text all my siblings because I don't have any friends yeah, here. Yeah. And yeah, like, and let's charge everybody 10 bucks to come and there's going to be celebrities. Yeah, celebrities. That's all. Like... Even I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, has to give you a bit of a clue as to who the celebrities are. All right. So let's just say you received a text right now, $10 party with celebrities. Which celebrity would you think would be there? Football players. I'm going to say it's football players. And we're not talking about high-end football players. We're talking about, you know, like maybe rookie players. (laughs) Or, well, to be fair, 
neighbor stars. No, I wouldn't even think Name neighbor, not even stars. neighbor stars. I'd be like, no, I can't even think of who, oh, who would I know. be desperate ex, enough. Ex Big Brother, glamour models. Yeah, yeah. Ex Big Brother, ex Idol. Mm. Not even top ten. Oh, this is my friend Talisha. She was in Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be it. That 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 w- wouldn't be anything and better. Hey, than to that. some people, that's a great party. That's yeah. a great night out. Yeah. But it's a gamble. You get a text. <laughs> come to this address with ten dollars. There will be celebrities. So I don't want celebrities. I want booze. In the middle of the day. Yeah. It was the afternoon, and it was that day. It's like yeah. get get out of work early. <laughs> tell your boss something's come up. Go to this party that yeah. teenagers are running. Yeah. Actually, you know what I'd be suspecting. I'd be suspecting some sort of like. Um, cult initiation thing where yes. you go there and actually you're just going to be lectured about Scientology or something. That's what Rain should have done with her cult. Yeah. Just gone, meet us at this paddock, two o'clock, bring $10 <laughs> and then I'll fill in the rest. And the great thing is oh, also Piper and Z- uh, Xanax are sitting there with their no brand cola. Oh, no, no, it wasn't no brand. It was LA Ice. LA Ice. Where do you buy LA Ice? Okay, so I think, they sell, I think they sell it at Big W. Right. It's like 70 cents a can. Yeah. It's cheap yeah. as cheap as chips. <laughs> Um, so someone must have gone and grabbed a slab. Must have been on extra special mm. the, at the Willis household. I guess Tarage could be a bit thrifty. Maybe she's got to be a bit thrifty now. She's feeding Paul as well. I reckon she'd be onto it now. She doesn't spend her money on what was she addicted to? Wine. Wine. Yeah, yeah. Now see, she's gone for the old uh, black doctor instead of the black <laughs> instead of the Shiraz. <laughs> Tarage so, is going to be absolutely losing it when she finds yeah, out it's gone. It is quite. I mean, maybe this is where Paige and Piper have genetic similarities that Paige can throw a party together in an hour. Because didn't Paige oh, yeah. back in the day, she's like, let's have a pool party. But at least we could see the people that turned up to her party. Yeah, and there was chicks in bikinis there. Yeah, and a pool party is a great draw card. Not everyone in Melbourne has a pool. No, no. It's, it's and look, and you, you could feasibly go, oh, well, today's in brilliant weather. Let's yeah. have a pool party. And people will go... Okay, yeah, all right. I'd love good. nothing more. 35 degrees, I'm on the couch, I get a text saying pool party in an hour. You're like, I'm sweet. There. See you there, yeah, putting yeah. the LA ice See, cola. That's feasible. Yeah. Celebrities, oh, my God, what if it's <laughs> Brendan Favola? <laughs> Although he's won me over in the jungle at the moment. Mm. Uh, heart of gold. So the the most unbelievable thing about this party, so, of course, Tyler and Josh roll, roll up. Mm. The thing is, though, cut to, and I thought I'd miss something, after the ad break, cut to... Xanax and Piper bottling it down the street, <laughs> running from the fuzz. And <laughs> like, you know, um, Zancan in a like massive like wedge heel. Yeah, she cannot walk a meter no. in. You think they keep on showing shots of her like walking Stumbly. over like dirt. Like, like a baby lady, goat. just walk on the footpath. Just walk on the road. You can tell you're going to like break your ankle. Uh, and so they're running down the street. Apparently there's been a police raid. And, and you tweeted, I'm so sad they didn't show us that party. We got to see the multi-generational singles night. Uh, so my theory is Lou turned up, nuded up. Everyone's just like, right, I'm out of here. Yeah, the girls call the police on themselves. <laughs> they're like, there's a predator. There's a sexual predator here. <laughs> Dial up Erinsborough SVU. Erinsborough SVU's already got their hands on with Tyler hit on schoolgirls. <laughs> So there's a police raid which we don't get to see. We don't get to see inside the display home. We don't get to see any of the party. We don't get to see that quote unquote celebrities. Mm. Uh, and Detmech, detective mechanic, just drives on after them and then hauls Xanax back home. And so that was it was a ceramic pig, but it was a massive letdown because at least we got to see the ceramic pig. I know. Well, look. <laughs> Maybe they couldn't find a room small enough and enough extras to make it look like there was an actual party going on. Not having enough extras has never stopped team neighbours from putting on a great <laughs> shindig. All you need is about seven. Yeah. 
and then they walk around the background, put on a different jacket, come out the front, and they're a different person. Wow, is this this is like secrets from behind yeah, the scenes. Yeah, I've done that. I was in a Luna Park scene once for Neighbours, and there were only about a dozen of us, and we had to pretend we were filling an entire amusement park. And so they'd go, all right, you lot walk behind the laughing clowns. When you come back around the other side, take your jacket off, put your hair up, and you're a different person. <laughs> That's quality. Double your buck. And speaking of that, at the end of the episode, we sign off with Paul discovering that he bought all these shares in Lynn Scully's name back when they were about to get hitched. Yeah. Which is strange. Which is gross and weird. And apparently they're now worth $70,000. Sweet. Which could buy you a couple of dog operations. (laughs) Almost three. (laughs) Almost three dog brain surgeries. Yeah. And, of course, Bossy is out of surgery and we'll pick her up later in the week there's just one point i I was going to make about zankan so my theory of zankan have you ever heard of the movie orphan have not no No. well um i have a feeling that one day it's going to come out that zankan is really a 33 year old russian woman with some sort of like aging disorder (laughs) and why does she want to fleece them of their uh, their canning cash Exactly. Why does she? Why does she? She wants to just, <laughs> yeah. And she's gonna like murder people. Yeah. Look, no, it's all wow. terrifying. I mean, I mean, the actress is a teenager, but she looks mature. She looks very mature. Yeah. That mm-hmm. day, Sheila called her out for needing ID. I'm like, really, Sheila? She looks like she's yeah, twenty. You know, feasibly, feasibly, <laughs> looks twenty eight. So we hop into Tuesday, the second of Feb, and now since Paul's discovered that Lynn Scully's worth seventy thousand dollars, he's broke. Him, mm. His next prospect is to butter up his ex. Yeah, yeah. And get and quite literally back off her. butter up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it hasn't come out yet that he tried to gaslight his do- her daughter. Yeah. And send her back to the loony bin. And so. Ste- Steph fills in Lynn saying, Mum, he tried to send me crazy. Why are you going out for dinner with him? And then so she goes, No, I'm going to keep my dinner date mm-hmm. and find out what's going on because yes. he's up to something. And so Paul's cooking for Lynn. And to Paul, there was a little cute moment where Tarej walks in and thinks he's making her dinner. Mm. Sucker. She, she was always she was all set to sort of sort of knock him back. Mm. Like, no, no, we're not going there. But he's like, no, I'm not cooking for you. I've got someone else coming round. <laughs> Which is what the hell, Paul? You should you, run it by like her. It's her house. Guest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you should let mm. your host know when you're commandeering the kitchen. And maybe just cook for your host. And she's got how many kids live in there? Yeah, yeah. Put a roast on for the kids. So Lynn comes by, they have their dinner, and he starts luring her, like seducing her. Mm. Yuck. Yeah, on the couch, which is weird because why isn't any of the Willis kids home? Pipes would have to be home. She's grounded. So Pipes is probably up, I don't know, not on the internet She's got no technology. She's upstairs reading. She can probably hear whatever, you know, like the, the kind of... (laughs) <laughs> on the couch or whatever, like the, the, the dull thud of the stump. And, that bit. <laughs> and I guess Imogen, maybe she's studying. She's never at uni anymore. I'm really worried about her marks. <laughs> never there. A new year, new beginning for Amy. Yeah. Get back on the books, Imogen. Yeah. I'm worried about your law degree. <laughs> so what ends up happening is that Lind uncovers that he was after he's after her money and she reveals that the shares are actually in Steph Scully's name. Yeah, in a trust. Yeah. I'll tell you what's really pissing me off about this. The yes. whole whitewashing of the fact that Steph murdered Ringo. <laughs> and look, create you know, mental breakdown or not, she abducted Luzicus's baby as well. And people are getting over that. And she got pregnant with, with Libby's her best friend's, friend's husband. husband. If if my mum and my dad forgave 
my best friend for doing that, I'd be so pissed off. Yeah, she's look, she's made a lot of mistakes. Has she, Steph, and she's coming good. But, but how many extra chances do we have to give her? I mean, what's she going to do next? Commit genocide? Maybe. I mean, you know, we were due a disaster. There's a wedding coming up next week. <laughs> Something's got to go wrong. That could be that. I mean, yeah, we. I am worried about Steph coming into money. Mm. I, I don't think. I think it's dangerous. But the way they're going on about it, it's like seventy grand is going to be absolutely life changing for her. She'll piss through that within six months. Yeah. And they they do, later in the week, they do suggest, why don't you buy a house? And she, like, barely blinks at them. Like, it's the worst idea. But Buying a house is a great idea. But she's not going to get far with 70 grand. Yeah, once you put a house deposit down. Yeah, and then she actually has to afford to pay the mortgage after that point. Yeah. So, like, say, you know, Erinsborough, if we pretend it's, like, Melbourne property prices, you wouldn't be getting even, like, a one-bedroom flat out there for less than 400 grand or so. Yeah, four. Maybe two. Two bedrooms. And in Erinsborough, out there, it's not that in a suburbs, in a suburban. It's like in the whole Glen Waverley area, which is expensive. Okay, true. Yeah. So say then she has like a nearly 20% deposit then. That's still a pretty big mortgage to pay on a glassy's wages. Yeah. She's not going to buy an Eden Hills, all right? Oh, yeah. Maybe Anson's Corner. Maybe she can afford a caravan, an on-site van at the caravan park. Or Waverton, which we heard this week, which has a Vinnie's Depot. Yeah, later in the week. Waverton. Add it to to the list, Vare. Yeah. So that's that. We now know that Paul has to suck up to Steph. Moving back to the Cannings, it's the start of the school year is upon us, Mm -hmm. even though we were kind of hoping the school would be shut down and all the kids would be funneled off into Eden Hills Grammar. Well, after we saw later in the week, it should have been shut down. Should have been because they're all just sitting on the lawn to learn. Sheila's got Suze over to personally enrol Zancan at home. Because the principal of Erinsborough High which has no classrooms available, has time in her day and while Suze, she's doing Suze admin. not have an office. Isn't that where the no. fire started? Yeah. So she's got no office. She's trying to put, pull together admin, schedule teachers and mm. classes. She'd be run off her feet. Get construction workers in. She's got time to stop over at the Canning's personal residence mm. and enrol their brand new daughter, granddaughter. Wayward granddaughter. Uh, which, by the way, can she legally do? Is Sheila even legally allowed to enroll this child i'd give it a red hot go to be honest <laughs> i'd be like let's get her off my hands i mean she needs the book learning yeah so but and Zankan's all like oh i won't be able to send through my results you know like they weren't good with admin or something at my old yeah, school she said there was a computer virus so they don't have her <laughs> school record yeah uh and then my favorite is when they ask what her career goals are and she's like i want to be kendall jenner <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have a fashion line. I don't need school. Don't we all, love? Don't we all? Millennials. So that's going to go great. She's going to fit right into Erinsborough High. Mm -hmm. And then Kyle and and Xanax are finally bonding a little bit because she's making an effort with the dog, Bossy, who's in a conehead post-op. Bossy has had major brain surgery and, like, she's barely had her skull shaved. I would have thought that (laughs) most of her head would be missing, like, um, fur and she'd look horrendous. Well, she's got that bandana on. It's covering a bit of her head. (laughs) That's bullshit. That poor little dog. Imagine Bossy going into wardrobe for those yeah, scenes. Get the cone on. Oh, he's just – oh, she's just so cute, isn't she's she? She's really cute in that yeah. cone. We've actually – we've still got a cone for when our cat got desexed and it was the greatest time when she was in that cone because she yeah. was so affectionate. She's like, scratch me in the places I can't reach. <laughs> I recommend it. And now the other Ceramic Pig story this week was the the lock bridge, the Lovelock bridge oh, yeah. 
over Lasseter's Lake. And, you know, like, finally they're addressing the structural issues of the bridge and mm. that's unmissable drama. Yeah, it is. It really is. Um, so this is the bridge that Callum vandalised by putting a whole bunch of padlocks on it so they could make Erinsborough like Paris and have a love bridge. <laughs> well, basically, it's the only bridge it's in the only bridge. And there were actually weren't that many padlocks on it. It looked poxy. It did, did, yeah. It, and it look and it it's not the strongest or sturdiest looking bridge anyway. No. So like, yeah. Look, I, I, I'm behind the council 100 yeah. percent on this. The council wants to it shut it down, and it's probably dangerous. Yeah, the council wants to. Did they even want it? They want to tear the bridge down. They just want to take the locks off. This one said the locks off because they were saying that it was um it, the bridge wasn't able to carry the extra weight. And it all it looked like is that a bunch of people park their bikes there exactly and just didn't take their locks with them <laughs> and um sonia got really shut off about this oh that was her because hill it, to die it was on callum's callum's lock bridge and it's like love he's not dead no you can go see him just get him to come back or get on a plane go visit him poor little callum he's he doesn't like, care about his lock the, bridge he's the piper willis of the rebecca Rebe- rebecca family he's probably designed his own lock bridge app over in Silicon Valley. <laughs> you know what? He'd be going, Lockbridge? What are you talking oh, was about? That, was that me? <laughs> so you sure? Sure that wasn't Bailey. <laughs> that sounds like his MO. Could be a Zeke thing. <laughs> <laughs> so Sonia chains herself to the bridge. And when I say chains... Uh, um, I've got a picture yep. here of a pretty disgruntled looking Sonia with a cable tie very loosely tied around her wrist. Yeah. So loosely, in fact, you could easily slip your hand out of that put a few wrists through that thing yeah there and it's just one cable tie one yeah Yeah. uh so she's that's her protest and i love how carl he's with her and he just wanders off he's like all right good luck with that Uh, oh i'm busy and (laughs) then then toady turns up later to with a a pair of scissors to cut her loose but you know he's he's oh we didn't cover the biggest toady story of the week oh well we can cover it now We, we we need to afford it as much attention as neighbors itself gave it Okay. Ta-da! Toadie can walk. Toadie can walk, guys. Uh, is anyone surprised here? I mean, we knew he's he could he had some movement in his nether regions <laughs> a few weeks ago, <laughs> but who knew it would lead to walking? And it was the most low-key decrippling yeah. in the history of neighbours. You know, like Fraser in the past, he he showed he could walk going down the aisle. Down the aisle. Well, yeah. That's where people learn to walk again. It's yeah. the miracle wedding aisle. Poor Toad. Melissa Not... George on Home and Away. Oh, what, what, what happened with her? She regained the use of her legs down the aisle. Oh, down the aisle, of yeah. course. Yeah, you see. Yeah. <laughs> All Toady needed was a vow renewal. And Not it was, done. well, Paige and Mark was coming up. They were coming up. He could have been best man. Mm. Walk down the aisle. So. Yeah, so what, what happened was that, like, just what one day Sonia turns up with. They, Carl and Sue's the, outside. The car door opened and Toady hops out. No, 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 no. T- Toady had walked all the way from out from inside the oh, house right. up to the top of the driveway. Yeah, on crutches. He's got crutches. Let's give him that. And He's then, not then they 100%. then they just go to the Harold straight afterwards. Yeah, I would have thought that Toady would have been exhausted and lying on the couch straight after that. There was no party. No one went to the pub to have a few drinks because no. he's got his not to get legless at the pub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Why not? So that was the most ridiculous build-up, considering all the bloody physio yeah. we had to sit through and, and the, you know, the, the miracle moments. And all the... Oh, there was not even a tear shed. No. And all the, don't treat me any different, I'm just in a wheelchair, malarkey. I, I feel like maybe there was some sort of, something they've had to really hastily write over to that's happened. Maybe their contract on the wheelchair hire ran out. Oh, yeah. And some yeah, intern like... didn't tell anybody. <laughs> like, quick, I've got these crutches. <laughs> Pop him on those. 
And he, the thing is, he's very mobile to the point where he's got his toddler daughter oh, yeah, hobbling yeah, yeah, down the back, bridge. Yeah, getting back to the, the yeah. stupid Lovelock story. Yeah, he's yeah he's got his toddler daughter who is shorter than the actual handrail on the bridge. Yeah, and he's got crutches. And the, the bridge itself's only what a meter wide. And he's got like Nell's bag, her baby bag yeah, yeah. or whatever. I don't know if he's ready for all of that responsibility. No, he could have easily fallen in the Lasseter's lake and, and little Nelly could have gone in after him. And there was a moment where he leaves her there with Sonia. He's like, mm. I'll go. I don't know why I lost interest, but he had to go. He leaves Nell there. Sonia's still theoretically chained to this bridge. Mm. Nell's free Roman next yeah. to a body of water. Yeah. That is the most irresponsible parenting. I'm so glad he's Poss- sterile. Possibly worse parenting than Pistori Josh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So... Then the council comes in and shuts it down and Sonia decides ultimately that the, re- the way she's going to get around these problems in, in Erinsborough, the shutting of the community centre mm. and the oh, cancelling of the lock bridge. Well, she was, she was trying to get Carl to become mayor. Carl's like, I'm busy, mate. I'm busy. I've got off air. I'm, I'm, I'm a doctor. Sometimes I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. I'm a surgeon. I'm always I'm a, on, I'm always I'm a urologist. On, I'm always I'm on a... call when there's a medical emergency yeah. of someone I know. And even though ethically you shouldn't be perfor- performing medical yeah, treatment yeah. on those people so they all turn to Sonia and like why don't you run for mayor and she's all like little old me Who, why wouldn't anyone elect an ex-junkie hooker because <laughs> <laughs> you do so well running the nursery that you're never at why as if we wouldn't want Tim Collins to be our mayor over Sonia exactly no one's choosing Sonia over Tim I would I would vote for Tim Collins full stop yeah you know, like he's he's Erinsborough's best lawyer he'd be a great opposition leader for our country at the I moment know. Get him in. Someone tweeted during the week, what does the guy who plays Tim Collins do between roles on this show, yeah. between stints? I've got no idea. He's probably got time. Get into politics. <laughs> now, moving into Wednesday's episode, I'm really excited for us to get to Thursday's episode, which was weird. A certain party that we'll get to. Because <laughs> I just thought it was shit. Yeah, you, you thought it was shit, but I thought it was <laughs> shit. Hot. It was so bad that I'm desperate to talk mm, about it. Okay. Okay, so Wednesday... Steph Scully is now loaded, $70,000 in her skyrocket, and everyone sits her down to decide what she's going to do with her windfall. Unmissable drama. Shares. Share talk. (laughs) Let's go. I don't like to see my accountant in real life, let alone watching someone else decide what they're going to do. This is like that awkward dinner party that um, Paige went to at Toadie and Sonia's where they were talking about property investment. We should have had Paige do a cameo in that discussion, just walk in and go, see ya. (laughs) <laughs> Boring. So Steph she is approached by Paul. Again, she's happy to take a meeting with Paul, even though he tried mm. to send her to a mental institution, mental institution. And he pitches, he does his big pitch to her that he wants to invest. What he would have done with the money yeah. is he would have invested in the Aaron's Burrow. Right. The latest. Uh, uh, the the, um, <laughs> the, the, the motel. The biggest dive in Erinsborough, which we've never heard about before, but everyone knows that the Erinsborough is a dive. They're all like, I wouldn't stay in that shithole. I'd rather stay at Lasseter's. And apparently the West Waratah Inn's closed, which is where Drab was staying. I was like, I noted that one down too. That's where Drab um, was staying and they had no heating, no internet. (laughs) Like the window shades were falling off. It was terrible. They were like bullet holes in the walls. So um, Paul had this whole big spiel about the Erinsborough. And um, so he was going, you know, uh, the clientele, they're, they're tired of soulless 
big chain hotels <laughs> and they're prepared to pay top dollar. So yeah, the, come to the Erinsborough, they will um, get a boutique experience where you'll get the luxury personal attention to detail they deserve. And it's the only alternative to Lassiter's in the area. And also then he was saying it's on the main road, right, main road in Erinsborough. It's near a station. Near a train station. There's no station in Erinsborough. No. Nobody's ever caught a train. It's near a bus stop, if yeah. that. The bus stop. The bus stop, which is now Paige's local hangout. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is why Sheila needed to have kept up her Airbnb business. Exactly. That one That's room. where you get some personal experience. <laughs> Home-cooked meal. Yeah. She was yeah. done a roaring train. Attention to detail. So also, his, the thing is, he's on community service, which of course means picking oh. out rubbish. Yeah. Community service, this is a load of shit. Okay, I can see why Pistori Josh was picking up rubbish yeah. because he's got no that, discernible talent yeah, otherwise. That, his aptitude, that's what it leads him to pick up papers. Paul could have been helping out at the community centre in terms of like coming up with business plans because he's a gun at business plans. Yeah. He could have been doing all sorts of like white-collar work helping out charities. He could have been at the high school helping Sue's with some paperwork. Yeah, helping, doing a bit of filing. Yeah, trying to yeah do the rosters mm. for the new year, working out where people are going to learn. He's not a sex offender, unlike, no. unlike Pistori Josh. Unlike <laughs> yeah, everyone else. So underutilised, his talents. He's picking up rubbish with the other mm. uh, riffraff. And I'll tell you, there's a hell of a lot of riffraff in Erinsborough. <laughs> there's always community service. There's always chain gangs. That's not normal. Moving through. And there's a lot of rubbish. Considering there's always a storyline in a bin. That's like true. In I a mean, dumpster. Uh, Tarage has obviously turned from you know, back from drinking the red wine straight onto the fags. <laughs> <laughs> always rubbish. So now Steph's got dollar signs in her eyes because she wants to invest in the Erinsborough, in the motel. And, but, and Lynn, Lynn thinks this is a sketchy idea as well. Yeah, because it is. And everyone else is trying to talk her into investing the money in either more shares, snooze, or property, snooze. And she's like, I've got adoption fees, I've got legal fees. And then Toadie, yet another, takes on a, yet another pro bono mm. job. He never pays. Who pays for Toadie's mortgage? For his services. It's, Imogen would not stand for this. No. Like, that's her salary he's just giving mm. out. Wasn't she an intern? I think he pays her now. No, no, he he did. He he does, a few weeks ago. He said, "I'm going to start paying you." Yeah. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> <laughs> so he can't afford this. When she does the books, she'll call him up on it. Mm. Okay, we'll leave that because clearly Steph's going to invest in the Aaron's Burrow, and mm-hmm. it's all going to go to hell. Maybe they'll turn the display home into the dodgy motel. Mm. Now we've got to get to Piper and Xanthi. They're starting school, and Zan can is has got some major anxieties about this. Well, fair enough. Because she's the new girl. But I'll tell you what, look, she's pretty. She's a bit of a hard mole. She will do fine. Oh, yeah, she's going to land on her feet. Yeah. Girls like Zan- Xanax have rule never the, had problems. Rule the school. Yeah, they've had no problems in high school. Mm. And the thing is, I'm trying to figure out, are they, so are they meant to be in year 11? I don't know what, they're 16? Because, so yeah. Xanthi's 15, Piper's 16. Piper's been in exchange for two and a half years. I guess 10 or 11. Yeah. I think year 11. So... They're competing with each other about who's going to be bullied the most, which is kind of a grim way to start off the school year. No, I'd be going in there saying, all right, look, I've got a friend this year. Yeah, we can and team we're up. like hard asses as well. We can take over. And she's got street marks, smarts. She's somehow found her way here from the Gold Coast. Mm. I've lived abroad. We're sorted. But no, they're starting to get picked on because of that money, um, that um, money-making <laughs> scheme of putting on the party. I would just laugh in their faces. I'd be like, "What kind of idiot thinks a celebrity hangs out in Erinsborough?" Yeah, like, yeah. say goodbye to your cash, love. You losers. Yeah, we're introduced to another girl. What was her name? Allison, and she's my new favorite. I yeah. love Allison. I want them to write her in. I want her to be like Kyle Canning. Kyle what, rapey. 
No, he was just a Darrow. No, he was rapey. He, okay. he was like rapey with Kate back in right. his days. And then they just like rewrote his character. Yeah. So, but he was just a bit part. He just mm. had a few sleazy one-liners. Yeah, and then yeah. he became he, he a was, beloved member the, of the community. He was the shitbag of his day. Yeah, yeah shitbag yeah. kid. So Alison's the girl shitbag. And I liked her. She had a better mm. attitude. She was right to be upset that they she Ripped wanted them her, off. She wanted her ten bucks back. Yeah. Oh, and then Zancan got picked on by Suze for wearing a wearing makeup. Which okay. So she's like, we have rules here. There's no makeup allowed. Everybody wears makeup at that school. Every- like more makeup than a friggin' thirty year old woman. Also, it's year eleven. That's when you're allowed to start. I remember my. I went to a school that had rules like that, mm. and we had to like put our hair up and mm. all that stuff. Were well, you were allowed to have pink hair? Because we weren't. No, we weren't allowed to have pink hair. God no. Mm. Piper's allowed. <laughs> maybe they think that's a natural. Maybe Erinsborough High is including that. That's not a natural color. <laughs> but uh, we were allowed to wear a light. Light coating what? of makeup, light sprinkling of keep it, keep it nice, <laughs> keep it nice. But it's teenagers are going through, yeah, body changes, skin changes. Yeah. It's hard. Let natural the- makeup, and look, and she does have a nice natural look. Though that said, I think lipstick was too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's they've got to band together and get through the day. Mm. Now it all kind of comes to a head in English class, which is taking place on a single picnic table out in the yard good lord i'm sorry it wouldn't actually occur like that i'm pretty sure like some year levels of the school would actually just be sent off to a nearby high school or the nearby primary school to have those classes well someone would have donated a portable oh you don't even need to donate it just get the education department to bring in a portable and year 11s should be prioritised. They could, could be having it in, like, the conference centre at Lasseter's. The one classroom that was available. The community centre? The Year 11 English class could have sat in there. Yeah. And here's the thing. So just also just sit on the ground. Why are they piling up 20 kids onto two picnic benches? Yeah. It was weird. They were all, weird. like... It was like a like an art installation. Mm. They were all on different levels of the benches. Yeah. The kids up the back couldn't see. And then they started reading. So Susan yeah, pulls and, out and the you know book. what would be an absolute joy? Reading out loud outside. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who could hear it? Not a thing. Yeah. And when she got Xanthi to stand up and read, Xanthi didn't even face the class. No. She faced Susan. Yeah. So no one would hear her anyway. No. And then so it comes to this big moment where Susan pulls out the book that they're all studying for the term, which, which we Googled. <laughs> it actually sounds quite juicy. It sounds way too sassy Edgy. and fun for a year 11 lit class. Though that said, when I did Google it, I found, like, the teaching notes for it. So, yes, even though it was released okay. last year, it is a legitimate... People do study it. Yeah. And it, it, look, it is Erinsborough High. They're not mm. doing Brecht. Or... <laughs> it's, it's not a hotbed of intellectual discourse there. <laughs> um, I'll read you the synopsis. It sounds way too fun for them. And to be honest... We had some super dry books. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was still pretty excited, but, you know, I'm me. I'm special in my own way. I was excited to be doing Mothering Heights and King Lear. Um, oh, hang on. King Lear, you say? Okay, that was your, that was lit. I, I got no, confused. No, no, but that's where Nate is. Nate's doing King Lear. Oh, that's yes. That's where he is. He's not actually in Europe. He's he's performing main Wyatt. What's, he, what's his role? Is he the fool? Oh, I don't know. I didn't get that far he'd into be my a, research. But he'd be yeah. a great fool. <laughs> okay, here's the synopsis. Risk is the book they're studying. Taylor and Sierra have been best friends for their whole lives, but Taylor's fed up. Oh, hang did... on. Give him 10 minutes before we have a Sierra as well. Yeah, why does Sierra always get what and who she wants? From kissing Taylor's crush to stealing the guy they both met online for herself. Sierra doesn't seem to notice when she hurts her friends. And then one of them goes missing. Sounds great! <laughs> you know what, so they're actually just going to co-op that storyline between um, yeah. 
between Zan, Ken, <laughs> and Pipes Piper. and Tyler. They all meet that's, the same guy online. Happen. He yeah. catfishes them. So Suze gets Zant to read the first chapter and lo and behold, she can't read. No, look, my theory is, okay, look, she's either dyslexic, it's probably it, yeah. or it's a really harsh indictment on the Queensland education yeah. system because this is the same educational system that produced the Willis, ch- or not, sorry, the, the Turner children yeah. and also Daniel. Yeah. So it's, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Daniel's learnt from the School of Life. Yeah. Uh, I um, also don't I, – I just think she hasn't gone because, you know, she said she couldn't produce her school records. Yeah. Maybe um, uh, Mercedes Corby has been homeschooling her. <laughs> <laughs> What's, what did her mum – didn't we find out what her oh, mum yes, ended up did. doing? Yes, we did, yes. Okay, quote, unquote, she's on an extended trip to Bali with some bloke from the Greyhounds. <laughs> <laughs> so she was in Bali. You were she's right. She's in Bali, yeah, yeah. Boogie board bag. That's what they're was calling it. Kaborki in prison. Whatever. Kebukan. Oh, look, whatever. That prison. Yeah, yeah, that sounds better. Yeah, not, not Kaborki in prison. <laughs> look, Kaborki in prison is a good, good name for a prison. <laughs> I'd like to judge old Brookie here, but I did meet my own husband at the Dish Lickers. You're kidding me. No, in, in Broadie at that. Have you? Is that the f- first and only time you went to the Greyhound? Correct for both of us. <laughs> What took you there? Was it a joint bucks and hens night? No, we ha- we have a mutual friend, and it was part of the uni course both of them were doing, and they were doing going there for basically like a, a field trip. And I was like, I'm not letting my friend go to the the dogs by herself. And I went along, and he was there too. So there you go. Oh, there you go. Something good happened I, that day. I, I did win fifty bucks on a dog called Katie. Oh, two good things happened I know, that day. Exactly. <laughs> so that's probably what happened. Um, Brooke met a bloke. Off she went. Brooke can. Brooke can. And left her kid behind. Yep. Like, eh, she's got another family. Go find them. Yeah. So, no, she doesn't need to read. Who needs to read? No, no. We, we've got emojis. Exactly. If if we were intended to read, you know, then God wouldn't have invented TV. Exactly. So, Xanthi's got some learning problems, and then Sheila does a cute thing where she's like, "I'm not going to punish her," because then they got in, they get into this whole stoush with Alice and the Mean Girl about mm. Xanthi not being able to read. And then they get to tension. And look, what what weird world does neighbours live in where Zancan wouldn't actually just crush any sort of like teasing? Oh, Zancan would have like the best put downs. Yeah, she'd like get stuffed. Yeah, your mole. Yeah, look, I was disappointed that it, that it was like the most piss weak bitch fight ever. Yeah, where's the hair pulling and the cries of you know you effing skank? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Xanthi. Would have a few. She'd have some good. She'd have a good lines. vocabulary. Yeah. She may not know how to read she'd that have, book. She'd but... have some dirty fighting moves too. Yeah, exactly. So that's a shame. Paul, and now back to Paige. Mm. Paige, look, I had such high hopes for Paige when we first met her. Mm. They've really run her into the ground. I think. She, look, she was a hard mole herself. Yeah. Yeah. She's. It's not looking good for her. So she's. <laughs> she got all these stolen goods from um, this apartment that Michelle... Michelle's flat. Yeah, had had stored there. And she said, it's in your name, so these stolen goods are now in your name and now you're in, in the shit for this crime. All of this would have just been solved by telling the truth. Going to the cops and saying, saying someone stitched me up. Exactly. And, oh, my boyfriend's a cop and yeah. I don't have a criminal record and this criminal who's stitching me up does. Yeah. So she goes to Paul and he's like, well, you better get rid of all the stolen goods because she's kept them in the shed. And as we all pointed out online during the week, Brad, Drab's been in that shed. Drab was in the shed with the door open behind him. He was carving his wood. Whittling. 
was whittling. And they were like, I don't know what all the stolen goods are. It's like iPads, jewellery, things people oh, steal. There was some big-ass gold bangle. Oh, it, hang on. Toady had lost something as yeah, well. Yeah, it was Dee's watch, the watch oh, Dee gave him. And an sad. iPad, he said. What did he think that, that what's her name, Loz, just had a windfall and went down to Costco and bought up big and needed to store it all in the shed? When I saw that, I thought he's dumber than we previously <laughs> thought. And I did not have high standards for his intelligence, but my goodness, he is thick as a brick. Not to mention where's that wood pile. That shed should be full of wood. He's, exactly. he's, he's made like two sculptures. He's made, yeah, like the <laughs> weird turd sculpture. <laughs> There's so many problems with the shed. So mm. we now Paige is like, I've got to get rid of all this booty because I've got to get to the hen's day, which is firstly we'll get to because it's weird wow. on several reasons. Yeah. And then she just co-opts Mark into helping her ditch all this stuff into the St. Vinny's charity bin, which is on its own in the middle of the road. Mm. Whenever I see charity bins around here, there's always like a row of four or five exactly. of them all lined and, up. And shit around them as well. You, there's no way you can ever shove anything no. into them because people have dumped mattresses there. Especially this time of year because we just did a run to our mm. charity bins and we had to just shoehorn it all in there. there was, it was overflowing. Yeah. You know what? I just want to shake Paige and say, just dump it all at the man shed. If every man and his dog has a key to that place, yeah. someone would discover it within a couple of hours. And, oh, and look at that. The cops would be able to return it to everyone. And while we're at it, why couldn't Brad put his wood down at the man shed? Oh, he's been putting his wood in lots of places, <laughs> man. <laughs> so that leads us seamlessly into Thursday, which is what that's all about. This is the hen's night and buck's night combined. Hang on, just as a side note here, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people have slammed the, the concept of it, yeah. but my sister and her husband had a Huck's night. Oh, yes. And it was in their backyard. Yeah. And it was actually kind of fabulous. I was only 18 when it was on. Yeah. I got absolutely, I got probably the drunkest I'd ever been <laughs> in my life. And actually, my it just doesn't sound too good because my, my parents took me home. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So it was a good time I, to say I, safe I, ride. Look, I disgraced myself. Designated driver, mum and dad. But they had a male stripper. They had a female stripper. Something for everybody. And they had a tranny stripper as well. Whoa. I know. That really is something for everybody. I know. And it was, yeah, just people got really, really drunk and it was a great party. Well, I'm not knocking the concept, but, but what I do need. My goodness, it, poorly executed. In what I need to have is an actual party element, which this <laughs> party we, did not have. Well, party implies people gathering together for a, a period of time. Yeah, which didn't happen. So no. I think this is what happens when you get Imogen Willis to coordinate your function is it's a fizzer. Yeah. So they gather in the Lasseter's courtyard. Not not even everyone's there yet. Not all the guests have assembled. Mm. Half the guests are there. And Im- Imogen gets up with a little list. And it sounds like a really hectic game that she has planned. So it's like a scavenger hunt. It's scavenger hunt slash breaking and entering as well. Slash petty theft, petty mm. crimes, which actually is up Paige's alley. So she's devised this scavenger hunt that's in line with Page and Mark's personalities, mm. which is a little bit insulting. So, so everyone has to go off and do their tasks. So, so Drab and Loz got to make a bed up to – break into someone's house and make a bed to Mark's standards. Yeah, and actually one of the great tweets I got during during the week from Neighbours HQ on Twitter – Neighbours 1985 had a stripper and Paul as a giant drunk baby. Neighbours 2016 had making beds and Doctor Who. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Pretty tame. And, and, Pretty tame. Well, Vaya, and do you know who that stripper was? Who? That was Daphne. Oh! 
No, I didn't. 1985, <laughs> I was three. I wasn't watching Neighbours. Whatever. I got to watch it. <laughs> I was watching Play School. Okay, so now the tasks include Imogen has to go and get five numbers, phone numbers from people at the bar. Loz and Drab have to make a bed. Ty and Josh, I don't know what they had to do, but they ended up touching each other, Tyler and Josh. Oh, Josh had to arrest someone, do a citizen's arrest. And oh, it was lame. Piper had to go get some mechanic part from the garage. Oh, yeah. Actually, I made a joke about that. She had to um, look for a universal hose clamp. <laughs> I felt like maybe I can show you my universal hose clamp. <laughs> In fact, to rage put the kibosh on Piper and Tyler dating, maybe she's the universal hose yeah. clamp. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. What is that? I don't want to know. Okay. I can't even cope so the, 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 i had problems with this party because no one ever came back to the party to no. hang out and have a bevy and just chat and yeah and say look at all the hijinks we got up to it's legitimately the worst party ever they were running errands yeah and so drab and laws end up in kyle's bedroom making his bed and then kyle wanders in and he's like oh yeah doesn't even bat an eyelid yeah. cool people making my bed yeah Sweet. then he just leaves the room and i'd be like get out of my house yeah, ew and then Piper's jealous because Tyler doesn't want to go and get the universal hose clamp with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love Symbolism. It. And we've, we've got a new skank in town, Courtney. I adore Courtney. She No, she was the one that hooked up with Josh, don't you remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's Penny's right. Penny's going to yeah, drop. Yeah. So when Josh needed a rebound girl, he picked up Courtney at the bar. And I mm. quite liked their little tryst. Yeah. And then he suddenly got too attached and Courtney was like, shut it down. Yeah, this which you would because she, she, unlike any other female in Erinsborough, realised that he's a nasty piece of work. Yeah, she's very discerning and went, you know, I need to look after myself right. here. Actually, Courtney is like the master of the truth bomb because yeah. because she's looking at Piper and she called Pipes a little girl. She yeah. said, that little girl over there, well, she, she's which, quite, which is condescending she's and quite gross. earnest. She's like, why does that little girl keep hanging around? <laughs> and I would ask that too if I was in a bar. Yeah. <laughs> Mind you, why doesn't Courtney realise that it's her boss's daughter? Yeah. Which, which I'd be going, why is Teresa's daughter yeah. hanging around here hitting on you? I'd go telling She's, her mum. We've got a playground outside. <laughs> so, uh, so Courtney is available for anyone who needs someone to rebound with. Because then she... And rebound repetitively against. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She puts the moves right onto Tyler. So he ends up taking her home. Well, does he take her home? Because later on in the week, Sheila's line of the week was, oh, and Courtney had to go and do, like, took took her an hour to do a stock take in the yes. cool room. Now, he did take her home because we'll get to the uh, epic morning after that happens. Yeah. So meanwhile, Paige is distracted from her own hens because she suddenly, Paul has somehow convinced her that she needs to get all the stolen goods back out of the Vinnie's bin because the police, if she, because she put a call into the police that someone's dumped stolen goods mm. in the charity bit, whatever, blah blah blah. It's boring. Surely her fingerprints are all over those <laughs> um, bloody garbage bags, anyway. She doesn't pay attention when uh, Mark talks about police work. She doesn't no. know how it works. So she's calling the Vinnie's Depot in Waverton to try and get wow. the stolen goods back. Meanwhile, Toadie's reading the, the front page of the West Waratah Star, which talks about the crime wave that swept through Erinsborough. Mm. Uh, I didn't even know. How was Waratah even making newspapers? I know. Haven't they gone digital? Yeah, look, have you read a local newspaper in years? No. no. I didn't even know where to get one. Well, the Erinsborough News closed. Yeah. But was the West Waratah Star a, a daily paper as well? Which is bizarre because yeah. there's only like two daily papers in Melbourne. Anyway, everyone seems to be spending this hen's night strolling into Harold's and having a chat with Toadie. 
That's how good a party this is. <laughs> it's the worst. No one has had any alcoholic drinks at all. And Toadie's not invited to Breno's Bucks. Is it, why isn't he invited? Oh, He's just sad. sitting there with a coffee. Well, I guess maybe it's just a bit beyond him to go on a scavenger hunt. He was, oh, yeah, he was never going to get into Sheila's to like make the bed. It's up quite a few stairs and it's probably a bit too much for his wobbly That's legs. pretty unfeeling of Imogen to throw a party where one of the guests can't participate. And... and Debeck is pretty good friends with Tony and Sonia. Yeah. yeah. Mm, anyway. Wow. So, Sensitive. Yeah. Mm. Don't get Emmy to plan your parties. Now. Uh, oh, and then oh, stupid Emmy had to go and get the numbers of five guys she'd never met before. Those extras. And I was I spent half the episode trying to figure out if they were featured extras or not. Because you get paid a bit. If you oh, get wow. paid a bit more. If you're featured, if someone gives you an action to do. Oh. Like if that guy had to react to Imogen asking for his phone number. Oh, like the like the side eye guy. That, yeah. That um, when... Somebody left Lassiter's. It was like Daniel a- and Imogen dancing. Ah, uh, okay. And then he did this like big side eye kind of like, ooh. Yeah, he had a great moment. Yeah, he yeah. probably wasn't featured. He, uh, they probably just he just he just hammed it up. They probably just left the camera on for him for too long. Because yeah. I remember once I ma- mimed something, and then it was I was reading the Erinsborough. What was it called? The Erinsborough News. Yeah. And there was some shocking headline. You were like, oh, yeah. Did I, did, you- I did a bit of oh my god action. And then when it aired, they dubbed a voice onto me. What? Yeah. And so my agent was right on that. I was like, guess what? They put a voice on me. And she said, they need to pay you more because they featured you. Sweet. So I got extra money. So I was like, I wonder if all those schmucks that Imogen had to hit on got yeah, paid yeah. extra. Probably not because I was slightly out of shot. Because yeah, Imogen's like obviously doing it to taunt um, NCZ. Yeah. Not contributing zero. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she then goes up to like a table where it's like a man and a woman sitting at a table <laughs> and she's like, oh, do you mind if I sit here? Like, yes. Tell her, I'll tell you what, love, you're about to get a glass in your face. Back off. <laughs> like, this is our anniversary dinner. You're interrupting. <laughs> Can I just say as well, this is a hen's night that's taking place on a Thursday afternoon. Yeah. Because they all have school the next day, all Piper and all them. Well, none of them have jobs. No one ever goes to work. Yeah. Even Susan and Brad Drab. The next day is like, I've got time in lieu. Like, it's the first week of school, mate. That what? doesn't happen for school teachers, no. though. Maybe he's gone. They've put him part time. Look, did they ever resolve what happened to Drab's job offer about being the head of sport? At, he just turned um, it down, I think. He's an idiot. He's an idiot. A private school offers him a, a, a wage. A head to, of department as well. And he says no. He would have been on more money than his wife, Sue's his at ex-wife. that stage. Yeah, but Sue's. Yeah. Yeah. He's an idiot. Yeah. Oh, well, look, we knew that anyway, but, you know. What an idiot. Let me, let me count the ways. So we end this party, this fizzer of a party, with Paige moping at the bus stop because she thinks she's not worthy of detective mechanic because mm. she's a criminal. Stranded at the bus stop. And he comes to comfort her. We have Dan- Daniel and Imogen, who I have zero. I'm not invested in them at all. No. There's no chemistry. It's like a brother and sister making out. So they hook up. He brings out the ukulele and they have a little pash saying they miss each other. So the ukulele really suits him. <laughs> the ukulele, he needs a scarf as well. It is actually the perfect in- instrument mm. for him. And then we end Thursday with this montage of all the couples in the street making out. Oh, and it was a lot of open mouth kissing And it well. dissolved onto all of them, each one. So it was Daniel and Imogen. It was Drab and Lauren. It was Amy and Kyle. Paige and Mark at the bus stop which was weird, and then ending with Tyler and Courtney getting it on. It's strange. Mm. It was neighbours and chill. It was shit. It was Hashtag neighbours and chill. <laughs> it wasn't sexual. Yeah. It wasn't. And it, was, it was a bit just like nauseating as yeah. well. Yeah. But it led to Friday, which was 
this perfect beginning of an episode, mm. the aftermath and the morning after yeah. all of those hookups. So I did miss the first few minutes of oh, last night's. Yeah. So everyone woke up essentially at the Brennan house. Oh, so I'm going to have to go back and rewatch yeah, it. it was yeah. great. So it starts with Tyler and Courtney stumbling out of bed um, and Tyler said he was going to make breakfast and Aaron's like, all right, good luck. So he's there in the kitchen pottering around. Then Imogen and Daniel roll out of bed because he lives there now too. So they roll out of bed and they come into the kitchen. Oh, hello, what's happened here? Ugh. And then the cherry on top. Drab and Loz tumble oh, out of Drab's room. for God's sakes. Lauren, you have your own house. You've got your own house with only one other person living there. And yeah. it's the hen from the hen party. Exactly. Surely they would have got a hotel who's, or something. Who's your actual daughter? Yeah. Because the hen could have just been at the Brennan house too. Yeah. So everyone who got action got it in the Brennan house. And one of the UK tweeters... Oh, I feel sick. <laughs> it was so gross. And the, the look... If, if this house isn't a rockin', don't bother knocking. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of knocking, oh, James on Twitter said, when did the Brennan house turn into a knocking shop? <laughs> I don't know what knocking shop means. Oh, I think you it's, must know. It's a brothel. It's, well, yeah, it's yeah. British slang, but it's brothel-esque. <laughs> yeah. But I, I'm, thank you for that term in my vocab now. I have knocking shop in my mind. <laughs> and so, and then that moment where Imogen had to look at her dad, like we both got some action last night. Oh, it, wouldn't she just like vomiting uh, in her mouth? Oh, both of them. And oh. so they're having a coffee back at their place. And she's, Oh, no, no. He, he's like, I'm It's back. when you're like, I won't see you for a few weeks for, now, Dad. Yeah, forever. And he says, oh, I'm back together with Lauren. And she's like, oh, and that's how I had to find out. And he's like, well, I had to see you rock up with your boyfriend. And oh. I'm surprised that hasn't happened more often, actually. But um, so they've all got lucky at the Brennan home for Wayward Ooh. everyone. Oh, oh everything is so gross. <laughs> I just had like a, an involuntary shiver went through me just And then. they were all, the girls were all in their hens outfits from the night before, from the oh, day. That's okay. the other thing. They were all dressed up so nicely and they they just had to run around the street doing but errands. The thing, at the end of the day, they can't even blame like being drunk on what they no, did either. because they didn't have time for drinks. No. One of them had to watch an episode of Doctor Who. Imagine oh, that. You roll up having You know what ready, I'd do? I'd just bloody well look it up on Wiki. Wikipedia and just say, oh, yeah, yeah, how about when the ood or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah now get me another drink. Yeah. Mm. Uh, or, yeah, I made a bed. Well done. I'll be at the bar. Yeah. So what happens here is a very cute moment where Amy and Kyle wake up in bed, but Bossy, who's in her cone head, Bossy the dog wants to watch them doing the deed. Yeah, and Kyle is basically encouraging it yeah, as well. He's like, have a seat, pooch. <laughs> Do you need do you need like a little step ladder to get on the bed too? The other thing, what I found interesting with Amy, she was confiding in Steph about her sex life taking a dive again because <laughs> the dog's in the room and and Steph goes, yeah, you don't want an audience. And then Amy goes, well, not a dog. <gasps> I missed that. So Amy is open. Oh, she's to oh. a third party, sister wives. I reckon. Yeah, Steph would ha- would get an invitation. Yeah. I would be yeah. all up for that. Some Steph, Kyle, Amy, <laughs> menage a trois. Um, now, Drab sits to rage down and confesses that he's hooked up with Lauren and they're back yeah. on. Can this poor woman not get a break? No, I'd just be like, oh, if, if I was to rage, I'd just like vomit in his face. I'd just be like, go away. Oh, I don't want to see you. And I'm the- not even angry anymore. You're just too much drama. Leave me alone. always have to tell her within hours 
Yeah. They, they haven't even showered and they're telling to rage. Yeah, I know. She'd be like, I can smell you yeah, from here. Like, oh, like oh. this poor woman. I am so team to rage at the moment. Oh. And to the point, and there's this beautiful moment later in the episode. So what happens is then Drab gets a call from Dougie or from Pam. Yeah. I don't know, where do they live now? Darwin? They live parents? in Darwin, yeah. Doug's taken a turn. And he set the house on fire. Yeah. Pam, don't call Drab. Call the fire brigade. (laughs) (laughs) Call the home care nurse. Yeah. Or, I don't know, maybe call your daughter Gabby, who also lives in Darwin, or your son Adam, the doctor. Maybe he can help you out. He'd probably be better. Why is it always Drab? Drab's the shittest son. Drab's solution is to bring this poor man down to Melbourne. Flying him by himself as well, which, how long's the flight from Darwin? I don't know. A few hours. Four hours, maybe? Yeah. It's a long way for a demented man. Why can't Drab just hop on a plane, drop Pastora Josh off in Brisbane to see Amber, yeah, yeah. and then go... Then take Doug out to the wilds of Kakadu and just leave him in there. For where, or just sleep, stay with him in his home where he's comfortable. Well, because then he wouldn't be out of bang laws while he was up there, <laughs> would he? Because now he's moving in. Lauren's like, well, my home oh. is your home. Oh, she is- takes down the portrait of dead cop. Oh, yeah, when she was looking at that, I was actually thinking, is she just going to flip it over? So on the <laughs> other side, there's like a picture of Drab. Yeah. The old switcheroo. So she's like, yep, your dad can stay. And then all she said. Which is what is wrong with her? Who wants an old, demented man moving in? No. Now, he would be a universal hose clamp. That's a mood killer. <laughs> in your new love nest she's finally got all the other kids out Paige is about to leave the nest Moved the old the old cock blocker move pops on in and all the willises they sit down all the willises to tell them that gramps is coming mm. down and they might need some extra help and all the willises are like actually it's probably a better idea if he stays in our house yeah, the kids are saying that mm. and I we're mean, home why is Therese letting Loz into her house she'd be like oh, let's go out into the street and have this conversation because you're never coming back you old slaz she doesn't care anymore she's like I am over it I am yeah. over it I don't care you but guys I, are boring I, me imagine if you're in Therese's shoes and your kids are going oh no Gramps needs to come and live with us I'd be like I don't want to see any Willis men ever again no, Ixnay, kids. let alone care for this demented old man while his dad's off banging our neighbour Ixnay on mm. all of that. Mm. So, but I agree with the kids. Like, <laughs> put him in a home. He's beyond. If he doesn't want to go into a home, I'm sorry, it's beyond him now. No, he needs professional healthcare. Mm. So, let him go out with dignity. Mm. Let the poor man drop him off at the crocodile farm. Let him fight of, to the death. Have a bit of dignity. I'm sure Lou would take him over in Brisbane. So, all right, crocodile farm. Now. <laughs> And there's this, my favourite moment of the entire week was when Lauren's like, I hope you're okay with all of this. I'm happy to take Doug. And Tarej looks at her and sincerely says, you know, he's he can be a bit of a handful, especially when he doesn't approve of situations like you hooking up with Drab. If it gets too much, let me know and I'll give you a hand. And it was just so sweet and so great. I love their friendship so, so much more. So is it resolved that he will be staying at Laws's? Yeah, because Drab put his foot down and he's like, I can look after my own dad. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, you, can, you can't even look over after yourself, no, mate. you can't even look after the wood that's in the shed. Who knows where that's all gone <laughs> to put the stolen goods in. And so this is not a time for hubris, Brad. This is a time no. for looking after a sick Being old realistic. man. Mm. Hang on. As a side note yeah. here, where are Paige and Mark actually meant to be living after they're married? This question was posed in the previous neighbours by CJ and we, the Kate, we just, we don't know. We haven't 
resolved it because he's bought the Brennan home for wayward boys. Mm. Is Paige just going to... Well, well, now Drab's moving out of that into Loz's. Is it just kind of like a direct swap? Yeah. Drab, Drab for Paige. I guess. How many bedrooms have we got? So we've got Mark's got a bedroom, Aaron, Tyler, NCZ. So Brad, it's, look, I it's wouldn't like a five-bedroom home. Uh, I would only be a four-bedroom, I reckon. And someone would have like a crappy single bedroom as well. Someone's bunking up. So she's... Poor Paige would be moving into the house of... Four stinky man. Anyway, let's get back into okay, this. She, no, she likes it there. Mm. She has fun there. Mm. So, all right. Now, the only other thing is that Aaron dog sits while um, Kyle and Amy get a chance to get it on. And Ooh. then Ooh. and then Ty- Aaron decides to take over Pipe Up, the vlog series on YouTube, because uh, Pipes is still not allowed to use her technology, which I think is a really harsh punishment. Yes, she tried to burn down a school, but... But that wasn't actually technology related. No, like it's been over a month. Let the girl get on the internet. She's still like buying a milkshake every day because Tarage really does need to redefine what grounding means. Yeah. Because she's still obviously like giving her like a hundred bucks a week to spend on sundries. She's all, she's allowed, she's got per diems. She's <laughs> spends all her time at the Lazarus complex. Is oh, she, what if they do iPad work at school? Is she allowed to she'd use? She'd be like, no, sorry, just give me a blackboard and some chalk. Yeah. Okay. So tiles turned up at the school, which I found is strange as well because like, you have to sign in as an adult, as a non-student coming to a school. You have to sign in. But no, no, he can just turn up, you know, by the corridors. And and they should be keeping an eye on that because yeah. that's dangerous. Although my dad used to come and visit me at school and never sign in. And I used to yell at him for it. I'm like, Dad, this looks creepy. Go to reception and sign in. He's like, what? I'm allowed to come see you. <laughs> come sit with my friends, have lunch. I'm like, okay, <laughs> you can go now. Did he bring you some Greek treats as well? Just usually cash. But well, that's, that's the best. <laughs> divorce kid life mm. but um well i guess he maybe they don't have an office for him to sign it's just it's just they're all outside that, that's a very good point Suze doesn't have an office that's anymore, why they need so, paul yeah. to go do community service and man reception from the front gate yeah and keep the scum like tyler away from the young mm. impressionable girls <laughs> oh we didn't talk about in the kyle and amy storyline that amy decided she was going to seduce kyle by dressing all sexy like oh yeah and her big line was because he they tried to put Bossy outside, but she tries to scratch down the door. Yeah. So Carl puts an end to their lovemaking and he's like, oh, no, we can't do this. And Amy's like, but I've gone to all this effort. She's she's just wearing like a really fug um, satin, red satin nightie. She's wearing a nightie. It's such effort. She hasn't even done anything with her hair. It's still that same lank, wavy hair. Yeah, not quite wavy, not quite yeah. straight. Yeah. And she, she had a bra. She had a bra oh, on. She had a bra on under the said nightie. If that's effort, look. She meant, look, look, she didn't have her sexy flanny on. I'm, Maybe going, that was the thing. I'm going above and beyond when I put effort in. <laughs> I need to tone it down. If all I need to do is do a trip to bras and things. <laughs> but bras and things in like the early 90s? Yes. Maybe. <laughs> I reckon she or, picked up that actually, 90 at the brick and break shop. You know who puts in effort? Carl and Susan. Susan's in a nurse outfit oh, when yeah. she does the deed. They source things up all the time. Like, that's effort. Yeah. If, if Carl had said, pull up the pony, we need to put the dog out. And Susan said, I've gone to a lot of effort. That's a lot of effort. Oh, That's like, you know what? That, yeah. <laughs> Those two aren't kicking the dog out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, though, actually, there's a solution. Take the dog over to Carl and Susan's when you need a res- some respite. <laughs> They'll entertain yeah, the dog. Yeah. She can watch them to her heart's content. <laughs> she gets surround sound in that cone. Oh, oh. <laughs> And we yes. end the week with, while Amy's like, kiss and telling 
Steph. Steph, yeah. She's gone, I've got a root. Oh, no, I nearly got a root. No, she did. No, they did because they kicked Bossy out with Aaron. Aaron's taken Bossy. So it was implied that they did the deed in that time. Oh, Lord. Yep, yep. Why didn't they just do the deed at night time like all the other couples? (laughs) So then... Why didn't they just, like, stick Bossy in the backyard for... Yeah, close... There were multiple doors. I I don't want to say five minutes, but... (laughs) Hey, take what you can get. Close... Several doors. I want to get young Jimmy to take him for like a 45-minute walk and don't come back before then. What about all those times they got it on in the laundry without interruption? Oh, yeah, the spin cycle. <laughs> oh, so the other thing um, is that Pipes is moping around because she's spotted Courtney and Tyler post-coital hooking up against the wall. So he's, she's take, he's taken Courtney home and then the next day at the bar she's up for some more Tyler Brennan action and she pulls him into the cool room. That's when she oh, says, yes, the cool room. come and give me a hand. I've got work to do in there. Yeah, and that's when Sheila says. No, uh, it's um, uh, Steph. Oh, Steph. Yeah, Steph goes, oh, you know, it yeah. t- took Courtney an hour to do the um, stock take in the cool room, which <laughs> makes me think of, remember in The Shining, Jack Nicholson at the end when he's all frozen? <laughs> that's what I reckon. Look, <laughs> Must I, have happened to Tyler. I've not seen it, but I am looking forward to a screen grab. It made me think of the time that Sheila and Paul were in the cool room, glad wrapped. Yes, yes. There's a lot of shenanigans that happen in that yeah. cool room. I'm sorry, spending an hour in the cool room, I don't think it would be that enjoyable and I don't think it would be that conducive to actually getting no. it on. Also, I'm never ordering a wine from the waterhole ever. No. That's what happens <laughs> where it is stored. Not a, um, okay, I'm not, I'm not ordering Ew. a Savvy B. I'm, I'll have I'll have Teresa's Shiraz, which is not stored in yes, the cool room. Yes, it's actually it's just special from her office. Thank you. And we end the week with a car's pulled up outside, and Lynn Scully steps out. Oh, jeez, why? And Amy goes, "Who's that kid?" And so Charlie, Lynn yep. Scully has rolled up with Charlie. Goes, oh, it's Charlie. So has what? Has Lynn kidnapped this kid? I think so. it's kind of implied, but I, I just wish that Amy had said. Who's a kid? He kind of looks like Eddie Maguire. <laughs> it's like Eddie Maguire in child form. Oh, I'll tell you what, I would really love if it turned out that his dad was actually Eddie Maguire. Like she went on million dollar millionaire hot seat mm. and then stuck around too long after mm. shooting had wrapped. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Max, it was Eddie. <laughs> I would have loved if that kid stepped out of the car and Steph goes, Oh, that's, who's that kid? My son looked different. <laughs> she had that cute little mop top blondie yeah, kid. Yeah. I love that kid. He was cute. He was like white blonde. Yeah. Okay, uh, look, we're going to have to explain to the UK viewers. So the actor playing Charlie, oh, yes. his dad is Eddie Maguire, who hosts Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and he's a Melbourne... Turned millionaire hot seat, rebrand. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, and so he was a Melbourne-based sports journalist who then started running Channel 9. Oh, he's a mogul. Line. He's a mogul. He, he's rich as hell. He's the Paul Robinson of Melbourne. Basically, yeah. He owns... Well, not he owns. He's, is he the president of Collingwood Football Club? Yes, he is. Yep. And he's just man about town. He had, yeah. he was he did Brecky Radio for a while. Well, he still does. Still does on Triple M. Yeah. Would, and spawned a child who I guess is in the biz now. Xander. Oh, is that his name? Xander yeah. Maguire. Xander. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be confusing with Xanthi. Oh, which oh, I should have mentioned when we're talking about <laughs> Xanthi's dyslexia. Yeah. Could they not have given a, a person with dyslexia a worse name? <laughs> It's a name. It's an. It's. It sounds like a Z, but it's spelt with an X. It's got a TH in the middle. Yeah. It ends in a vowel. Oh, that poor kid. She's stuffed. <laughs> this is why she's dyslexic. It's her name. And I'm actually surprised. I mean, she's got a bit of bogan in her. 
you know, she's half mm. Gary Kenny. She's she half does. Brookie from the Gold Coast. She's, well, she's 100% Gold Coast. I'm surprised that her name isn't spelt Z-A-N-F-E-E. Her name would have been more likely to be Sierra. Yeah, from the book they were reading. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Probably with like a triple R and an H at the end. Yeah. So, Charlie joining us next week. The other thing that's happening next week is the Paige and Mark wedding. Yeah. Which is going to yeah. obviously end in disaster. Yeah. Because Can't wait. we haven't even seen her even look for anything to do with the wedding, have we? Nah, they just they discuss I mean, the, their honeymoon briefly. There's pictures of her in a pretty dress. Yeah, which we know when we see the dress, we won't see the wedding. Yeah. Because it happened with Amber. We saw Amber in her wedding dress before the day. Yeah. And that, that ended up with her husband down a well. But what, what they were discussing the honeymoon, like going to Bonnie Doon or somewhere <laughs> shit like that, wasn't it? It was to like a cabin with no, like it was off the grid, the it cabin. so shit. It sounded yeah. worse than their hens night. Yeah. I would have preferred a night at a hotel in Frankston over whatever yeah. this crap-ass off-the-grid cabin was. Sounds awful. And so th- obviously the shit's going to hit the fan with this wedding. Now, we're not going to be covering next weekend, but I might jump on the mic. I might get KB, my um, boyfriend who lives here, I might force him to watch it and we can do a little quick <laughs> recap of it as a mini episode. Yeah, I think that sounds like a good get idea. Get his take on it. Hopefully something's going to go down. Looking forward to the wedding. Mm-hmm. Tweet us your thoughts at Pod. Neighbourspod at gmail.com. I'll even take voice memos if people want to just, you know, oh, that'd be awesome. have chats with us. I copied wow. it from another podcast I like. That's Cr- a great idea. Crime writers We'd love on. to hear from like a more interesting, interest, interestingly accented. Yeah. Neighbourspod at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah. Send us an e-card, send us a voice memo, whatever, <laughs> whatever you feel. <laughs> and I'm at Vaya Pashos. And I'm at Remude. Next time I'll have CJ on. She'll have thoughts on Paul's new look as a community service worker. <laughs> She's look. He, he's always got a very special place in her heart. Yeah. Though. In yep. fact, um, she might call her new baby Paul or Pauline. I'm sure. Pauline. <laughs> That's baby Lou. That's baby Lou. Okay. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks for listening, and we'll yeah. catch you next time. Bye. Bye.